So good morning, Hare Krishna. It is um, Sunday, January 17th. I am in Pismo Beach, California. Uh, that's up on the central coast of California, right on the ocean. So um, today, I'm going to begin with, let's see. It's funny where to go. I had the verse right here, and now it's, oh, there it is. Sorry. Um, we're going to begin with Srimad Bhagavatam 1.9.29. First Canto, Chapter 9, Text 29. <clears throat> Om no Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So the first verse, one nine twenty nine is Dharmam Pravadatas Tasya Sakala Pratyupastitaha Yoginas Chandamrityor Vanchitas Tutarayanaha. So the first line is Dharmam Pravadatas Tasya. So as Bhishma, or as he was speaking on Dharma, Vad in Sanskrit means to speak, and Pravad means like to teach or declare or uh, to, um, the word be in English, uh, yeah, to affirm something or to, in other words, you're not simply saying something, but you're really asserting it. So dharmam pravadatas tasya, so as Bhishma was thus speaking on dharma, sakalak pratyupastita, that time, that time, Sakalaha Pratyupastita, literally kind of came upon him. Uh, won't go into all the technical Sanskrit here. Pratyupastita. Uh, it sort of came upon him. That time came upon him. Which time? That time. So which time? Yo, that time. Which? Yoginas Chandramityor Vanchitas. Uh, that time which is desired, vanchita means desired, like vancha kalpa, desire tree. So that time which is vanchitas, which is desired by uh, yogis, or a yogi in this case, a yogi who is a spiritual practitioner, in other words, desired by a spiritual practitioner who is chandamrityor, who is literally desire death. Chanda means desire and Rityo means, and Rityo of course means death. As we know when Bhishma renounced the kingdom, renounced marriage, children, and declared that he would be a brahmachari for the rest of his life uh, in order to secure Satyavati for his father as a wife, for his father, 
uh, Shantanu, his father granted him a boon, which was Chandamritu, desire death, literally, which means that one can choose the moment of one's leaving. You can't choose not to die. That's the point. Uh, because Shantanu did not grant his son eternal life. He didn't say that you can die if you want to die. That's not possible in this world. So Chandamritu means that because there are auspicious and inauspicious times to leave this world, and it's very important for the yogis, as Krishna describes in chapter 8 of the Bhagavad Gita, uh, there are auspicious times to leave, so Bhishma could choose the time to leave. Death wouldn't just suddenly surprise him. So uh, that time came upon him, that time which is Vanchita, wished for by a yogi who can choose the moment of his death. And that time is to indeed Uttarayana, which is the word that Krishna also uses. Uttara, uh, means uh, north and Dakshina means south. It's interesting how these words come to mean this because uh, in Sanskrit directions are calculated in a sense uh, from often, not you know in every, in, for every word, but, but in this case, the, the directions are calculated uh, for one who is facing east, because that's where the sun rises. And when the sun rises, or even at dawn, when the sun is, hasn't even come above the horizon yet, but the sun is rising, that's how you know where you are. That's how you know what direction you're facing. Uh, let's say you're just out in a forest, or you're out anywhere, and you don't know, like, you know, let's say at night, you don't really know necessarily what directions, what the directions are. But as soon as the dawn comes and the sun starts to rise, then you know what the directions are. And we have this even in English, by the way, because we use the word to orient, like one has to be oriented or orientation means to figure out the east, to be eastern, isn't it? Like if you're going to orient something, the orient means you're going to eastern them. So you have this also in Sanskrit. And um, so if you're facing east, uta, utara means above or superior or above, ut, up, so above. And so if you're facing east, then uh, if you're facing east, then to, uh, I forgot how does this work again. Anyway, the north. So the north is Uttara, it's above. Anyway, I won't go into all this stuff here. Uh, sorry, it gets a little technical. But Uttarayana means the northern direction. It simply means like the northern direction. And because from the point of view of the east, the north is above the east. So it's, anyway, so Uttarayana means when the sun is traveling in the north. And that, the sun, in fact, we just passed it. Uh, uh, about a few weeks ago would have been the time when Bhishma left this world. Uh, that's why uh, the birth date of Jesus, which no one really ever knew, 
because uh, just no one had ever written it down. But they chose to make Christmas on the Uttarayana because the pagans who, I mean, pagan culture was closely connected to Indian culture in many ways. And so they had the same idea that it's auspicious because the sun is getting lower and lower and lower in the sky. And, you know, theoretically, it could just keep going. And then all life as we know it ends. But at a certain point, the sun starts to go up again. And so that Uttarayana, that's when Bhisma chose to leave. When the Uttarayana came, and that's when the pagans chose to celebrate the birth of Jesus and Christmas, although they didn't actually know when he was born. So anyway, so as Bhisma was speaking on Dharma, that time came upon him, that time approached, uh, that time which is wished for by a yogi who can choose the moment of his death, and that time is the Uttarayana. So that's uh, what's going on here in this verse. So tada, then Upasangritya withdrawing Gidaha, his speech. Prabhupada translates this withdrawing. Then withdrawing Gida, his speech, Sahasranir. That's interesting. Prabhupada translates this as Bhishma Dev, who is expert in thousands of sciences and arts. But in the translation, that's in the word for word of the translation, he's, uh, well, he says, thereupon that man who spoke on different subjects with thousands of meanings and who fought on thousands of battlefields and protected thousands of men. So the word is Sahasra Nir. Ni comes from the, uh, well, it is the Sanskrit. Ni is the Sanskrit uh, verb to lead, to lead. And therefore, Naya from that same word means, what well, you could say means the leader, actually means the eye. It's used to mean the eye because the eye kind of leads you around. And so anyway, so Sahasra Ni, the most literal sense would be Bhishma who led thousands, who led thousands. And of course, Prabhupada's uh, translation, which is undoubtedly also, uh, uh, influenced by the traditional commentaries by great acharyas, it's taken to mean various things. Uh, all connected with the word thousand. So vimukta sangam, mana adi purusha. So uh, he withdrew his mind, his speech, uh, and also, uh, Okay, so the next vimukta sangamana goes with the, the last word of this verse, the verb vyadharayat. He fixed, he specifically placed mana, his mind, which was vimukta sangam, free of attachment. He placed his mind adi purushe in the original person, Krishna, in Krishna, who is lasat. Pita Pate, who wears cloth uh, of shining yellow sh or shining yellow cloth. Uh, doesn't <laughs> say exactly, you know, what style it was, but Pata simply means cloth. So in Krishna, who, who wears shining yellow cloth, Chatur Puja, four-armed, because that was the form that Bhishma wanted to meditate on. 
Purak Stita Pura means in front, Stita situated in front of him. Purak Stita Amilita Jig. And uh, Bhishma did this Amilita Jig uh, with unblinking eyes. With unblinking. So he was just really fixed his, Prabhupada says, wide open eyes. Vyadarya. Uh, so Bhishma understanding, I mean, it's interesting. He, he actually understood that the time had come, the Uttarayana had come, that the, the sun had shifted direction, was now going higher in the sky. He actually had the power to understand that. And so he, he withdrew, uh, or he uh, withdrew his speech. He fixed his mind, uh, which was free of all attachment, and the original person, Krishna, dressed in shining yellow cloth with four arms, was standing in front of him, and he fixed his mind, and uh, his eyes were unblinking. He was just so captivated by Krishna. He's not even, uh, Prabhupada translates that as um, wide open eyes. So then, uh, describing Bhishma, Vishuddhaya Dharaniya. Dharana, of course, is the um, uh, the sixth stage of Ashtanga Yoga. And uh, Prabhupada said the word Dharma comes from a verbal root, which means to hold or sustain, of course, which is accurate. And so this is from the same root as the word Dharma, Dharana, the sixth stage of Ashtanga Yoga, which means to, that you... Uh, pratyahara, you take the mind within in the fifth stage, and then dharana, you hold the mind in, in that state, focused on uh, the Lord within, and then dhyana, 